Today we are going to talk about recovery. This is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. I am doing a solo show today and it's because this is something that I can speak about uh, pretty much as an expert. I have had to learn different ways of recovery and I look forward to sharing that with you. So here we go. to the Around the Campfire podcast. They say it takes a village to raise a child, but I believe it also takes a village to raise a mom. I'm your host, Jillian Benke, the founder of Mom Camp. And each episode, I chat with busy moms who are doing awesome things in life and work. Join us for real conversation and community because this is your village. This is the Around the Campfire podcast. All right, here we go. The six R's of recovery mode is what I am calling this episode because I have gone through uh, some pretty big projects in the last few years. And over those years, I have figured out ways that don't work for recovery and ways that really, really do and really make that time uh, way more effective. So I want to share with you the six things that I have figured out are sort of non-negotiables for this process, and they can be done over a week, they can be done over a couple days, or even just a day. So think about... um, If you've been working on a major project or if you are heading towards vacation time and you are just pushing so hard to get to that vacation, to get on that plane or to have those days off. And then the second your body relaxes, I mean, some days it's the first morning you wake up once you're on vacation and you have a sore throat or you start to feel the sniffles and your body just basically tells you, slow down, I'm done. You've been pushing on adrenaline to get where you're at and your body basically forces you into recovery mode because you've been going too hard. Uh, I know I'm not the only one that experiences this because people are always saying, oh my gosh, why is it that I always get sick when I'm on vacation? And typically it's because we've been going just so hard and just pushing and our body lets us do that to a certain point. But the second we slow down, boom, there it is. You get sick. So uh, another one that I have is a massive work project. If I'm working on something at work and I come through that big event, work doesn't stop just because that event is over. Uh, If I'm smart, I might have scheduled a couple of vacation days, but typically the projects just keep rolling in. And so I get caught up in not taking the recovery time I need because work is work and I have a boss and I have responsibilities. I have a team to lead and we just keep rolling from one thing to the next. And the worst case of this for me I was working on uh, several very large events when Canada was celebrating its 150th birthday. And this was just a couple of years ago. And at my work, we were doing a lot of events to celebrate that for Canada 150. And we had four major events in a two-week time span that took about two years to plan and get to. And I didn't take enough time or intentional recovery after those events. And I have to tell you, in hindsight, I now know 
that it took about a year for me to actually fully recover from that experience. I really just, it was such a lesson. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't take the time. I didn't make it a priority for myself. And that's part of why I'm telling this episode today is because I've been through the not doing it. And just recently after the first uh, mom camp retreat that we did, I did it intentionally and I did it the proper way for me. And so that's what I want to share. The same thing can actually, I should just say, happen when you've gone through a major event in your personal life, uh, something stressful at home, uh, some a diagnosis or news or a decision in your family, a major upheaval of some sort. Uh, the same thing, you need to recover from that as well. You need to take the time for yourself. So this time I did it differently as I said. So for, and I will say not everybody can do it the way I did it this time and not everybody will need to or want to. I fully am aware of that. But for me, this is what really worked. And I pre-planned it, which is the other really important part, because I was able to pre-plan a full week off after mom camp because I knew I would have some emotional processing to do having just come through that very first very important event. Um, and I knew that I would be very, very tired. It also piggybacked on a super busy time at work. So I was very aware that I needed a break. So I scheduled a week off. Not everybody's going to be able to do that. Not everybody's going to have a boss that allows you to do that or have the days available. So we can talk about how to compress this into a shorter period of time as well. So the six R's of recovery mode. The first one is rest. Now that primarily means sleep. And this is number one for a reason. It is the most important step in this process. So if you do only have one day of intentional recovery, this is something you can actually stretch over time as well. Even if you're back in a busy season, you can still prioritize sleep in order to help your body recover. You know, this includes a great bedtime routine to start calming yourself down before bed so that you're not waking up in the middle of the night thinking, oh my gosh, I forgot something. You know, you are putting away your devices so that the blue light from your screen doesn't impact your circadian rhythms. Uh, maybe you're having a warm bath and reading a good book before bed instead of the screen time because it really is the single most important thing you can do, not only for your recovery, but also for your health. So R number two is kind of connected, but it's relaxation. So I am a doer. I go, 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 and I go hard. And so relaxation for me is at first a pretty uncomfortable place. It can take a while for my brain to slow down. Uh, so whether it's going and getting a massage, because you can't really move when you're getting a massage, um, again, taking a warm bath. Attempting meditation, that's something that I'm still working on, but uh, starting to put that into practice or just going for a slow walk without sort of that driving intention of a destination, even just 30 minutes a day of some intentional relaxing activity without that sort of end goal and purpose uh, other than to relax and give yourself a bit of a break. R number three is to refuel. 
So when I'm in a busy season, I will say I don't always make the best food choices. Now, I am not going crazy and eating a bag of Doritos a night like I used to back in the day, uh, but I am still eating more carbs than I know work for me. Uh, So I wake up feeling less than awesome in the morning, which then sort of sets this cycle. And for me, with sugar and with carbs, the more I have, the more I want. It's insidious. And so one thing when I'm in a recovery mode, because I give myself a bit of a break, I do stress eat. And as long as it's not getting out of control, I... I don't give myself a harder time than I need to in that busy season, but when I get into recovery mode, I clean things up. I have more vegetables. I cut back on the sugar and alcohol, and I make sure that I'm drinking at least 80 ounces of water a day. Now, that's how much I drink. That might not be how much you need to drink. Uh, The rule of thumb out in the uh, health stratosphere is that you drink... 50% of your body weight, so whatever you would be in pounds, you split that in half and transfer it to ounces. So let's say you weighed 160 pounds, you would have 80 ounces of water a day. Now for some people, that will still be too much, even if that's the exact math. So basically the rule of thumb is that your urine should be light, clear yellow. Um, It can... It, if it's completely clear, you probably are having a little bit too much. We went to Burning Man one year and all of the cups and all of the stickers and all of the swag that you you see there all said piss clear um, because it's the desert and nobody has enough water. Um, but basically, uh, if it's light and clear, uh, you're doing pretty well. If it is dark yellow, bright yellow, you probably uh, need to drink some more water. So the refueling of your body, the third R, is about making better choices with your food and your water and just really thinking of your your body as a premium model car that needs the best fuel to run the best it possibly can. If you put junk in the tank, it's going to make the engine break down. R number four is review. Now, in the past, I've been pretty good at the first three steps, getting more sleep to catch up on sort of rest, uh, resting, relaxing, and refueling. Those three have come to me pretty easily, but the fourth, fifth, and sixth are actually ones that I discovered this time have had a real impact on my recovery. So number four is review. Now, once all the physical stuff is done, this is sort of the uh, cerebral one you go into because typically I would just uh, jump right back in uh, to the work again once I'd done the physical stuff. So review is about taking a few days to absorb what you've just come through. Uh, It doesn't have to have been a big emotional thing that you've come through, but it is... um, always worth going back, reviewing what you've come through, take stock of that, focus on the positives wherever possible. And then if there were any things that weren't awesome, uh, you think about them as how you might tweak them for next time. What you learned from that experience, 
Uh, I used to be super critical and just beat myself up if something had gone wrong. And now I see it as an opportunity to improve. And that's not lip service. I'm not just saying that. I actually do think, okay, well, that obviously didn't work. So let's figure out how we can make it better next time. And I go into it in more of a solutions-oriented state as opposed to a self-critical state. Number five is reward. So this is a really fun one. It's about recognizing yourself for the good job you did and the work that you put in. It doesn't have to be a tangible reward. It's not, you know, buying yourself something pretty, but it's about being kind to yourself. And hey, if for you that means buying yourself something pretty and you promised yourself this reward if you got through this season, so fill your boots, that's amazing. Um, But the reward is really the recognition and being able to say to yourself, you did a good job. Uh, Side note, a funny story, when we were at mom camp and it was the first night and I was feeling pretty overwhelmed by just the fact that something I had worked on for so long and had been so close to my heart had worked, uh, which seems weird. I'm an event planner by trade. You know, people showed up, they had food, you know, they had a place to sit. You know, I figured out the basics, but uh, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. And it was even better. And I was, I was just feeling very overwhelmed. And somebody said to me, you must be so proud. And I, it was a surprising response, but I actually couldn't receive that at that moment. I couldn't take that on and and say, yes, I'm proud of myself. It felt self-serving. It didn't feel right at the moment. And so the next morning we were doing a workout and Jen, who was leading our fitness classes, at the very end, she had us sort of hug ourselves uh, to stretch out our backs uh, as part of the, the function. But she said, now look at your heart. So you put your head down uh, to your chest and she said, and give yourself a compliment, say something nice to yourself. And the first words that came to me were, you did a good job. And as soon as I said them, I started bawling. I just, I finally was able to give myself that reward and recognize that I had done something and that it was great. And I could take that and reward myself with that recognition, um, which is something we don't do for ourselves very often. Uh, We like to get praise and recognition, some of us, from others and outward influences. Uh, But it's not often that we actually take a moment and recognize ourselves. So I guess that could technically be reward or recognize. Uh, But hey, if your reward is, you know, a pretty piece of jewelry that you've had your eye on for months and you told yourself you weren't going to get it until you achieved this goal or did this task, then awesome. I would love to hear about it because those are always super fun too. But make sure you take that moment and tell yourself that you did a good job. And then the final, the sixth R is to refocus. And this is actually a very important step because when I'm typically in my work mode and go, 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 I literally just jump from one thing to the other and let my brain kind of catch up. And so this is a moment to just give yourself some time to think about you've you've reviewed already, you've looked back, you've thought about how things went. This is about just checking in with yourself, seeing how you want to show up moving forward. Have your goals changed at all? How do you want to approach this next project? 
who do you want to be in that moment? Have your have your priorities adjusted? Did you learn through this last phase that you didn't have enough time for family? And so heading into the next project or the next busy season, you actually want to make sure that that's a priority and you give yourself some more time for family. You know, how can you take what you learned in that busy time or in that period or that phase of stress or whatever it was and apply it in the future? Because before you jump into the next thing, you can take the time to plan out how you want to be, how you want to proceed, who you want to show up as. Uh, There's a quote from Benjamin Franklin, and he says, if you plan to fail, you, nope, that's the wrong quote. I totally screwed it up. If you are failing to plan, you are planning to fail. And that's one thing I really did for mom camp is planning that week off afterwards. Uh, Having that gift to myself really made the difference. All this is to say recovery is so important. I see people go through life and not give themselves this time to recover, even if it's just a day, even if it's just some time to think about what happened and think about how you go into the next one. Even if it's coming off a busy work day that just sucked and not taking it home with you. You know, if I pull up to the house in my car and I'm parked outside, I just sometimes, if it's been a bad day, and I know I'll go in with stress and impatience and potentially anger, not at anything that's inside the house, it's all come from outside, I try and sit and just take a couple minutes and release it and just say, okay, this isn't who I want to show up as, as a wife or a mom. So I don't want to take this in with me. This was just something that happened and it's okay. And I just need to release it and go in as who I want to show up as. Even that is recovery. It's taking the time you need to decompress, to review and refocus. Because we work so hard as moms, whether you're a working mom, whether you have a side hustle, as well as your full-time job, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, we all work so hard. It is emotionally draining, totally emotionally fulfilling, but it is tiring and we need to take time to recover. It's intentional recovery that's going to make the difference. So when you're doing that, tell people that you're in recovery mode. If somebody says, hey, can you come out and do this thing? Can you volunteer for this pack event? Can you do this? Actually, I'm in recovery mode right now. I've just come through a super stressful, super busy season, and I just need a couple days downtime. They can't fault you for that. They'll respect that you made the choice. Maybe they'll learn from it. Maybe they'll think, wow, that's really smart. I should do the same thing. Maybe they'll say, well, I just need you, but be strong in your convictions because this intentional recovery will help you so much in being stronger the next time you go into this busy season. Set the boundaries you need because you deserve this time. There you go. That is the episode, mamas. I hope you enjoyed it. This has been a process that has been transformational for me. Uh, So I do really encourage you to take the time for recovery. And until next time, this is Around the Campfire. All right, mamas, that's it for today. For more info about this episode, you can check out the show notes at momcamplife.com slash podcast. Hang out with us on Instagram at momcamplife. And if you love this episode, please share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and join us next time around the campfire.